Hi, readers. I'm Jordan. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Not Another Heroine, the podcast where we break down the best and worst fictional heroines, those swashbuckling ladies who have to work a little harder than expected for their happy ending. Want to see what's next on our TBR list? Subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at upcoming content or to help us pick our next book. It's the pick of the week. Making direct eye contact with Jordan. <laughs> this is so hard. My armpits are sweaty now. <laughs> I didn't realize you could go that high. It's I can't. I so it's weird. I can either sing, and when I say sing, I mean that very loosely. Um, really low or really high, like that middle, you know, area where most people, you know, sing. Uh, nope, can't do it. <laughs> so I'm I can sorry. relate to that. No, that's totally <laughs> yep tracking. So that was what it is. <clears throat> it's pick of the week, but it's your pick of the week. <laughs> it is. I went for something a little bit out of genre because I'd seen this on like a lot of. How do you say the author's name? <sighs> <laughs> How many videos did you watch? I watched like five and it's 100% on me for not being able to pronounce this. Um, Sheeran J. Zhao. I think I think that was an okay attempt. And literally, this is not me not being be able to pronounce like non-European names. It's me not being able to pronounce words oh, as yeah, a yeah. reasonable. <laughs> um, so I read Iron Widow and I I gave it like three stars. Like uh, probably that's, that's harsh for you. I know, I know. It uh, probably closer to 2.5 than three. Like, and okay, so there was things I loved about it, and then there was things that I was like, I, ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but okay, you've said the same thing about books you've rated four or five stars. Oh, that is true. There's things that I loved about it. There's things that I hated about it. For you to give a book a two and a half star rating. Yeah. So I feel like my rating system is based on like how fast I read it. Yeah. Like if it's one of those, I will slam through it in a whole night, even though it's not good. It's like, you know, gravitating towards the like three, four star. But if it's something that took me like a week and a half, two weeks, like this one did, like it's on the lower. A week and a half? It was a long time. <laughs> okay, so the first like 40% of this book is super interesting. So the concept is it's kind of like, uh, have you ever watched Pacific Rim, the movie? No. Okay, you that's... couldn't pay me to watch that. <laughs> Our, uh, you know, resident Regency Victorian woman. <laughs> hey, I like sci-fi. Thank you. Okay, that's but fair. Pacific Rim is like Transformers B, like B that's, class. That's fair. But I mean, it was... I liked the idea, but this is like the slightly fantasy sci-fi version of that. So it's set in this like um, kind of like Chinese cultural like concept where there's these things called chrysalises, which are like um, the big transformer bodies or whatever. And you have like two people, like a man and a woman that sit in these chairs that control it with their like their chi or like their life force. And it's like a yin and yang kind of combination. But what happens is the male's energy over always overtakes the woman's energy and then she dies like in the chrysalis. So um, it's kind of like a controversial thing. And the intent is to find your like one true match, which is like you have equal like force levels. And so you don't die when you're in the chrysalis or whatever. And so this girl, the main character, Zirin or Shirin, I think I don't know how to say her name. I just kind of like skipped past it. But <laughs> That's very Zishin, uh, the main girl, 
she uh her older sister died in one of the chrysalises and so she goes on this like bloodthirsty like revenge plan where she's like i'm going to volunteer to be like a chrysalis driver but i'm gonna fucking like murder this dude before he can murder me and she's like super bloodthirsty which is something i loved about this book because we always get these like female heroines that are kind of like not passive, but like they have like a vulnerability to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, um, they want revenge, but they're not willing to like go to all the lengths to get it. Yeah. yeah. And uh the main heroine and then she has she thinks for like point two seconds, she's like, I probably shouldn't do this. Like this is like morally wrong. And then she's like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> see this is why we need video because that is true. The yeah, face I just made the was pure <laughs> bloodlust on your face when you said that. Well, that's this character. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the part that I really enjoyed. The first like 40% of this book is her, you know, volunteering and then becoming like getting tested to see what her level is, and it's like a lot higher than anyone thought it was going to be. And then she, like, immediately gets revenge. And then it's kind of this interesting, like, what do I do now? Like, I've killed my older sister's murderer. Like, I got revenge technically, but I still feel bent out of shape about it. And so she's like, fuck it, I'm going to take down the whole system. So I loved that part. But then the pacing got kind of funky. And at, like, probably the 40% mark, like, it's just her journey through this. And she gets matched with this chrysalis driver controller who murdered his whole family but he his like level is so high that they have to use him to like fight the enemy like invading species kind of thing i'm already sold on this book i know like it sounds really good like a bloodthirsty take no prisoners kind of attitude with like a transformers element and this new like cultural thing going on like the 40 percent like the first 40 percent i smashed it like i sat down and i was like totally invested i'm like god yeah like woman rage like kill him but then like at the 40 (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) but then at like the 40 percent mark it got and i think this might be due to like editing maybe or like kind of pacing issues but it just got kind of hard it was like a slog to finish And, like, even the end part where we have this, like, final crazy battle and there's, like, a lot happening and there's some, like, reveals, it's kind of, like, put off by maybe a little bit too much inner monologuing from the main character. Like, you know, observations on, like, cultural, you know, concepts and, like, women being lesser than men, which, like, I totally love that she's trying to, like, address that in her book, but... It makes the pacing of the book a little bit wonks, so it was really hard to finish. Do you do you get the sense that the author wrote that book as a mechanism to, like, deliver a message on culture? Uh, I think so. So the author has a really popular book talk page on Instagram, and then I think they're also active on TikTok. And their videos are super awesome. They bring, like, a lot of awareness to topics or issues in book talk, you know, that a lot of authors kind of stay away from. And I think that their intent with this book is exactly like that, but it almost got in the way a little bit of the book itself and the story that was trying to be portrayed. So it's kind of one of those things that you can have an underlying message, but you don't need to shove it in our face so repeatedly, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think there's two there's two types of books ones that are out to tell a story because mm. it's entertaining and like there happens to be a like a a theme or a message thrown in there mm-hmm. and books that are out there to actually convey a like a 
criticism or an observation on society and, mm-hmm. and send a message. And then the story serves to like support that message. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like this was like trying to do both and didn't succeed in either. Yeah. Cause like the first part felt like it was just a story and there was like, you know, the underlying kind of thing. But then the second half was just not moralizing because that's not the right word, but just like pondering. Oh, what's the on... word what's the word for um I can't say it. I've already found the word <laughs> or like uh how long into this recording session proselytize? Oh yeah. Uh is that how you say it? I I'm not the person <laughs> I, to ask. I, I don't know and I don't want to find out. Yeah, I feel like Rob will tell us yeah. <laughs> when he listens mm-hmm. to this episode. But that's exactly it. It's just a lot of like inner monologue about like why should I feel guilty about this? Like these are all just, you know, societal ingrained ideals that are fake. And it's like, I love that. But also don't let it get in the way of like this really engaging story, com- you know, concept that you have. So that was kind of a bummer, I feel like. But So what you haven't mentioned is any kind of romance subplot. So that's like the fun part of this book. So, OK, so let me caveat that. That's the fun part of the book because the concept is like a polyamorous relationship. And so it's a love triangle that just kind of devolves into everyone likes everyone, which I love. Because if you're going to have like a love triangle, which has been overdone and it's kind of like cringy a little bit. But I like this because it was like, they had to describe everyone in equal like footing to make it seem like a reasonable love triangle where sometimes the authors like will obviously make it clear who's going to get chosen, you know? Um, So that was enjoyable, but the characters didn't get as much characterization or like cute moments where you like develop love for them because there was so much kind of like cultural critiques. And so it was hard to really like them as characters. They kind of felt flat, I I guess. So do you think with like better like characterization and a better story, like the love triangle that's not a triangle would have worked? I think so. Like more of those like cutesy moments because I feel like in all of the books that we've read, they have the overlying story arch, but then there's these moments where you like really see the characters' personalities come out and like why you love them in a relationship and they're like these like kind of cutesy moments. But there's not that many of those, you know, kind of sidebar conversations where you start to love the character in this book because most of it's focused on either like an action scene or like this kind of pushing forward a narrative almost. I don't know. I've never tried it. I've never mm. tried reading like a something that's completely different from like the standard hero heroine romance yeah. subplot. So I I don't know if I'm gonna try this book because you <laughs> rated it so low. I yeah. So are there have you read any other books with like a similar love polyamorous love triangle? I don't think so because i feel like everyone's intention or like inclination when they write a love triangle is that one is obviously way better than the other and that's who the heroine's going to end up with so i haven't read one where it's like ambiguous like what happens when everybody is equally attracted to everyone else there was I think the Atlas Society by Olivia Blake. Oh, the uh, Atlas Six? Yeah, the Atlas the, Six. Okay. I think there's a little bit of that in it, but not a lot. But I think that's probably the closest in like more polyamorous kind of like viewpoint. Other than that, though, this was like pretty unique. So I was excited to read it because I'm like, how are they going to make this work? And it like kind of worked, but... But not. Yeah. So what should I read instead? Okay, so... If you want kind of like not the Eurocentric like 
world building baseline that we're super, you know, used to. I would recommend The Girl Who Fell Beneath the Sea by Axie O. I've... I think I've read like a third of that one. I think so. And I think you said that you didn't like it, but I so when I was younger, I watched Spirited Away. Did you really oh, watch that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this book was like super similar to that as a movie. And so I feel like when you like come with that as your kind of like mental state, it's easier to read, but it, it does kind of slog a little bit. I think I don't remember it being like particularly bad. I think mm. it was just wasn't great yeah i i would agree with that yeah but it's the same kind of like uh different world building like basis oh so forgive me if you already have this on your list Mm -hmm. but daughter of the moon goddess oh i don't okay so there is a there is a really believable love triangle in that one and it's a similarly like asian mythology Mm -hmm. centered fantasy Mm -hmm. that's been on my to read list for a while Mm -hmm. did you like that one i did like it i didn't so the sequel came out Mm -hmm. and i didn't buy it right away like i wasn't completely sold on it Mm -hmm. so i finished it but it wasn't a oh this is the best thing in the world i feel that there's those books that you're kind of (laughs) like it's it's okay i need to capture that sound and be like that's a rating in in and of itself is that sound like dinosaur kind of like Okay. Uh, Yeah. So if you want another book that has like a bloodthirsty kind of ruthless heroine, everyone's read this book, but The Crow Prince by Holly Black. I haven't read it. Girl, what? I I have it. It's upstairs. Are you fucking kidding me? I haven't read it yet. Is it really that good? Uh, Wow. Oh, let me like reorder my brain really quick. (laughs) Holy shit. Uh, Okay. So... It's good, but I think it's overhyped. Like it's it's really good, but, but is it as overhyped as the fourth wing? Oh Jesus, <laughs> Lord, to have follow on that one. mercy on my whole soul. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's probably equally overhyped, but it's actually good. Okay, like there's there's some legitimacy behind that. But the main heroine is like pretty bloodthirsty. She's like doesn't she maybe has the point two second thought about like. No, this is kind of like morally gray. And then she's like, "Mm, I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And then if you also want an equally bloodthirsty kind of ruthless heroine, but you also want the like kind of bisexual love triangle kind of like, who is she going to end up with? Wait, there's a bisexual love triangle in this? Maybe bisexual isn't the right term. So it's And I Darken by Kirsten White. Um, It doesn't have very good reviews on Goodreads, which I find surprising because I enjoyed this. But Bloodthirsty Heroine and her and her brother also both like the same guy. I think he's supposed to be the prince of the Ottoman Empire. So it's kind of like a historical, but there's like some magic-y kind of... Yeah, but it's a love triangle very significantly, and it's like, who is he going to end up with more? So maybe not love triangle, but for the other guy, it's the love triangle. Hmm. Yeah, but um, I love that whole series. I like what's smashed the, through. Okay, so what's the name of that one? Because I've ne- never heard of that. Uh, and I Darken. And I Darken. And then uh, it's part of the like Conquerors series, I think. And then there's like And I Rise. And then there's a last one. But it's like a historical, so it's like two siblings – I think they're from Transylvania. Oh, is she like the daughter of a vampire king or something? Yeah. Or, okay. But I don't think they're vampires. No, but like similar. Yeah. yeah. It's I think like I that. did try that. Yeah. Maybe. It's kind of um 
unique taste. Like if you don't like coffee and then you drink it and you're like, this is kind of weird. That's the equivalent of... (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean, though? Yep. (laughs) Yeah, but I like... uh, The main character is not likable entirely, but like for good reason. Like she's a little bit bloodthirsty, a little bit like rough around the edges. So it makes her engaging as like a heroine. I think that's why I didn't finish it. It's because she's not very likable. Yeah, so if you respect her it's easier to finish but if you like don't like her i could see it being hard to finish but it's like an engaging like interesting you know not cutesy girl main heroine which i i like sometimes you need a little you know palate cleanser (laughs) that's fair yeah so this book was iron widow by sheeran j zhao well done. I think I did okay. Yeah, yeah that was good. <laughs> you can also follow them on Instagram. Uh, we follow them. Super interesting, like fun videos. She's also, or they are also a cosplayer, which is like kind of cool. They have like their costume things, engaging, fun to like look at. But yeah, Iron Widow. It was good at the forty percent mark. You could probably walk away at that point and get what you need from it. <laughs> Rave review, uh, from Katie, right here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's probably also some kind of like Pacific Rim fanfic that might. <laughs> <laughs> do you better than this but that was my if pick you of the do week. make it to the author's page uh don't don't make any references to our podcast yeah please don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like i i think that was the part that irritated me the most is i really wanted to like this and i did up until that like 40 percent mark and then it just kind of like fell off and i was like god damn it like i had such high hopes that's okay so there are books like that that carry you mm-hmm. through like pull you in immediately yeah pull you to, through to like halfway or 40 percent, and yeah. then they just stop yeah it's like what the fuck happened yeah. <laughs> I, I think i'm even more angry at books like that than yeah. books that fail me in the sample yeah it's like <laughs> i immediately think of uh so the third Star Wars in the like uh, the prequel is, or whatever, where uh, Obi Wan Kenobi is like, "You were meant to be the chosen one." That's that's how I feel about this book. Like, you were meant to be the one that has like a you know successful polyamorous relationship, bloodthirsty heroine, and then it's like you failed me. You turned to the dark side. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Iron Widow. Iron that was Widow. my pick of the week, and I'm a little bit sad about it. <laughs> So if you have recommendations, though, for I I don't think that sci-fi is really my genre, but if it's like in a little bit of a fantasy sci-fi, like I could get behind it. Sci-fi is not your genre, but you made a look like. <laughs> what word were you going for? I was going to go for Star Wars. <laughs> and Lord of the Rings came out. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like every single one of those like. uh those like trash posts on Tumblr from the early like 2000s, 2010s that are like quoting Lord of the Rings and then mixing them up with Star Wars to like <laughs> irritate. Yeah. yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> we're done. Okay, we're Star gonna, Wars. We're, we're done. We're done. From Katie's shelf to yours. We'll see you on the next page. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> What the fuck just happened? Can you please include that at the end? I haven't stopped recording. Hi, readers. If you'd like to help us pick our next book, send us a message on Instagram. Or if you'd like to just listen, we post new episodes every Monday and Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. Thanks for listening. Bussin'. (laughs)